If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for the second funniest podcast with your hosts, the Kevin Miller and Justin Wush. Have fun, guys. Well, thank you, Sam. Hello, and welcome to the Second Funniest Podcast. I uh, this is episode four ten. I'm your host, Justin Worsham. With me, as always, is the best, the brightest, the biggest, the bodaciousness, the the kevinmiller.com jump and press circle button kevin do you think that you needed to check that card to make sure that uh none of these have uh well it's a corrupted. different card sure it's fine right i'm sure what could possibly go wrong? we have them on Ustream. can you right. pull them off from there i could okay we could essentially record them back onto the recorder to become another corrupt file <laughs> <laughs> so a little behind the scenes uh i did an episode of my uh dad podcast and went home and uh put it into the computer and it didn't recognize it and then it said this file has been corrupted so i've been dropping about 100 bucks into uh, software to try and recover the file and it looks like it's all for naught and uh, so I told Kevin, I said, I don't know why it happened. I don't know how it happened, but one of the files is corrupt. It didn't affect all of the files on the SD card. It didn't do anything. All it did was that one file just didn't work. So for whatever reason, the podcast gods were like, that is not an episode that these people need to hear. So uh, for whatever reason, they deem that any one of these episodes we've done on this fair night are unsuitable for your ears. I apologize in advance. And all of this is for not. So I should probably stop talking about it and just move on with all of our lives. I don't understand why I'm talking like a politician. Yeah, it was very impressive. <laughs> um, I'm just saying that, uh, well, you know, that's, I, I'm babbling now. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, what do we have to talk about this week? Do we? Video games. Okay, good. Woof. Woof. I want to know. I have okay. Go. I want to know how come <laughs> no one is interested in doing a Madden franchise. No one. I, I have played games with listeners on this show. I've played Madden games with listeners of this show, and then immediately fought, they said, "Good game. It was fun. Maybe it's because I laid a world of hurt on them." Oh snap! Um, 
but it was good games. Like it was fun games. Like ah, oh. and then I saw I go, hey, we're doing this man friend. I sent a franchise invite, nothing. So then now I've sent messages. Um, now in their defense, this is this is being recorded a month before it is released, almost or whatever, because we have to make time for our ladies' days. And that's not their menstruation. That is what their is, uh, What does Valentine's. that even mean? Uh, that, well, we're trying to be romantic and make time for our Valentine's. You've already uh, played Just Dance 2 naked, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Had probably. a good time with that. Was that fun? That was pretty great. All right, it's pretty it awesome. everything I thought it would be more. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you. I wish you were out of shape because it would be hilarious that uh, this is a post-mortem recording of how you died of a heart attack. Oh. Your, that's a lot of your Valentine's venture. A lot of wishes you just threw down. That that's not a wish. I'm just saying it's uh, comedically that's funny. In a in an Arrested Development type show, we would hear Ron Hor- Howard say, "The uh, week later, he died of a heart attack." <laughs> Ron Howard, or yeah, Ron Howard. He was the guy who on Arrested Development. Yeah. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the narrator. I was thinking slash... of who's the who's the shock jock, the king of all media, Howard Stern. That's it, Howard Stern. Sounds just that sounds a little like Rush Limbaugh. Uh, do we have any emails that we can answer? Otherwise, I'm sure we can talk about video games galore. I could go through. Uh, talk about. I'm sure so we always have emails. So if somebody's got something. Ooh, to say this about one's interesting. Wow, two back to back, and the latest. Uh, these came in uh, a while ago uh, within our podcast timeline. But this question is mainly for Kevin. No offense, Justin. We love you too. I'm going to be auditioning for a voice acting role soon. All right, a wounded soldier, and I need some advice. I'm recording the lines at home and sending them in, so I might need. Some advice as to where to record and stuff like that. This is my first time auditioning, and I'm really nervous. This comes to us from Josh. When, when was this sent? This was they sent, won't get this in time. Uh, they might. Uh, February 6th. <laughs> um, well, uh, great questions. Um, first of all, you start with what you're recording to. Uh, Justin has a very complex setup here that I think sounds pretty How good. How dare you? No, it was a compliment. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm saying it's complex in that it's not something... It, you don't want to sound like you're just using a, a mic, a snowball mic, which I think yeah. a lot of voice actors use in LA, and I don't. I've heard it. I'm like, who? How is yeah. that something that people feel comfortable giving to someone? Yeah, it's like a presentable file. A USB mic that you plug into your laptop. That yeah, sounds it's horrible. Not okay. Yeah, exactly. Like little headsets or any of that stuff, or any of the things, the gaming stuff that you use. I I don't know who you're you're sending it to. I'm sure there's somebody out there that's going to be fine with that quality recording, but it, you want to sound better than that. Mm-hmm. You you do. Uh, so re- assuming you have something nice, because that wasn't your question, uh, I also suggest to make sure you have a computer that can handle it and it can handle a real-time recording. You have a hard drive large enough to grab the file and do some editing on. You don't want a lot of garbage in your file. You don't. You want to slate it right off the top if you don't know that already. What's this person's name? Josh. Hi, my name is Josh. Take one and then go right into it. Don't don't present them a file with just you moaning and groaning because they won't know what it is. Uh, you need to label it. Label the file your name. And, uh, and the name of the character, that's proper etiquette and technique. But if you're dealing with an agent or somebody, they probably have already told you all that stuff. Uh, but rooms to record, any room that's what's called dead, that's a word in the industry. You want a dead room, not a live room. Uh, a live or an room. undead room, that's uncomfortable. <laughs> what is an undead room? That's a good audio engineer lab. It's where you keep the zombies and the vampires. It's like when you, you make a noise instead of an echo, it moans back at you. Yeah. That's the undead room. Uh, a live room, actually, where we're recording right now, is pretty live. It's got a lot of slap. That's not bad, actually. Uh, you can hear like the sound of the walls around you, and when you make a sound or if you're screaming loud, it kind of bounces back. A bathroom is a live room. 
Bathroom would be terrible. Don't yeah. go in the bathroom. Go in the opposite. Go in a closet with lots of hanging shirts and things to eat up all that. If you don't have that, hang blankets on the walls. And that could be hard. You want to leave yourself room to to move your arms around because you'll probably find that you want to get your whole body into it. So I've done that a couple times. Like, oh, I'll just I'll just hang this drape over me and then I'm moving around. I, you just hear the mic. No, I'm saying I'm sorry. I'm not saying put a blanket over you. I'm saying if you don't have a place where oh, there are yeah, clothes yeah, yeah. on the wall, you could put like a, a comforter yeah. and pin it up to the wall. Not a sheet, but you want something thick because what that does is it absorbs all the sound as you're yeah. yelling and screaming in your room. We were working on a project dead. once where, <laughs> uh, where the only place we had to record was in this uh, wardrobe palace, which is actually just a warehouse with cement walls and cement, uh, you know, metal rafters forty feet up in the air, uh, with giant racks of clothes. So we went into one of the aisles of clothes, and that was fine, except for up above us, th- that sound yeah. just went up and came back down. So you were on a great roof. We took uh, a mattress and laid it over the two tops, so it was about 15 feet above, and that was just enough to contain the sound so that you didn't hear the, the reverberation all around. It was also pretty cool to be like, a good A good mattress. Re- representation of this is to go get the king speech and fast forward it to the end. <laughs> that, that's a good way of making a, those mics a suck, live though. room those, and making it dead. Those, But those mics, there was no way they were picking up any of that kind of stuff. Like, if you didn't right on top of the mic, you weren't getting any sound but i but it, well here's the other thing too that i think a lot of people make the mistake in recording especially voice is that they think that the uh the better pickup on the microphone the better and that's not the case in a, like uh condenser mics are known for their sensitivity in my personal opinion you do not want a condenser mic no. because it's going to pick up a lot of that air the noise there's a reason why kevin can clap on these mics and you could barely hear it whereas a condenser mic it would pick it up yeah. on some way shape or form so you want a dynamic mic um but i think yeah you're right we're going into he didn't ask that he didn't ask that he said what room but hopefully you need all that information as well uh do a couple takes for them uh, if you do a couple takes make them different you know what's it wounded soldier so if you have lines uh, man down, I gotta get out of this trench. Uh, take two. Man down, I gotta get out of this trench. You know, do something different with it. Make it very different. Uh, congratulations on getting a, on getting an audition. That's pretty great. That's half the battle. And not and the easier part of the battle. I mean, the hardest part of the battle is trying to get the audition. Right. I think. I think you know because once you're in the arena, then you're there. Um, you at least you get noticed. And if you have an agent, I've been I've been working with an agent for almost a year and have gotten zero things picked up. But at least I know that I'm a part of it. And there are literally thousands of us. Well, and I don't know this where now. this person is, but I, I I know that in the L.A. market, just a big part of it's a grind like you just you keep Such doing it and because what happens is the first time a casting director sees you goes well this is a new face i've never yeah, seen yeah, them yeah. before like them or not new i don't voice. know anything about them but if you know they might make a mental note and say oh kevin miller you know, this guy was true. good and then a year later they go kevin miller's still plugging away at it that means yeah. he's serious about this let's bring him in i think he could do it because i've been i've been i just finally got a call back for the first time ever just last week and uh they changed the copy and they i would think it was they said you're we're looking to make their final selects i don't know maybe they call back 100 people but the point is is that my agent called me an agent one of the agents in new york who i'd never spoken to on the phone before so she took notice of me and maybe that was it that she i have no idea since they submit to an agency they they may not send half the stuff that i give them they may decide that it's not good enough and they're not telling me i hope that they are mm-hmm. and it's just falling into a no bin. they probably are i think they would because they they but i do know it's that a numbers they, game for them 
they added down like they wanted three takes of the audition so i ran it three times and then they chose one of the three and submitted re-edited it and submitted it to them and wrote sent back and said this is what we gave them yeah then so they then, probably listen and if it sounds absolutely horrible then yeah. they don't send it because that would make them look bad but it's good because it, it allows it's funny because i think it allows you to uh to hedge their bets without having to to put a lot of work into it because what it does is as the actor it forced me to give them three very different takes it yeah. was a commercial for a video game and so it was like i tried three different variations cool all right play this game and then like weird play this game and then like straight down the middle corporate sounding play this game mm-hmm. which one do you think that they submitted corporate yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the one i got the call back on really I, I even i even thought i was like you know what? i'm just gonna do one that sounds like every other guy and just and just do it, and that's what I got the call. I was like, "Okay, that's how it works." That's so. It's so funny that that it's uh, it sounds like it's stuff that's made up, but I've I, everything I've got I've booked has been the thing where I go, "This is stupid." Yeah, this is so I, dumb. There's no way they're bringing me in for this. I came out of the out of when I came out of the bedroom. I told Kat, I was like, "That was probably the worst read I've done all year." I was up for <laughs> I was up one of nine people for Mercury Insurance a while back um, for a spokesperson deal, and I. I came up with easily two additional commercials of improvised mm-hmm. material that I was like, this is going to be great. I came up yeah. with bits for them. I've nailed it. I got the call back, and then I went in there, and they just whittled me down, but they yep. kept me in the room. They, they, I, I was in that room for 19 minutes Oof. running the same one-minute spot. Like, again, they were whittling me down, giving me notes. Probably, you probably did it like 10 times then. Uh, yeah, exactly, at least. And then they, and then there was notes in between. They would yeah, look at each other exactly. and everything, and I was like, I got and then I didn't book it. And, <laughs> and then there's that stuff where you – like the, the drive time thing I got where they had me play air guitar for 30 seconds. And he's like, don't do the same movement again. And I'm like, I'm just making an arse of myself. And then I walk out of there going, that was so stupid. I'm so embarrassed. And then, hey, guess what? You booked it. <laughs> like, what? This just doesn't make it. What? It's so dumb. You know, the, and I think I've talked about this. The only reason I have Sly, honestly, is because I rehearsed it for two weeks. Yeah. Because uh, w- w- the studio that Justin and I used to work at, we uh, a, a lady named Nancy Fitzgerald had, had booked herself as a director for the Sly Cooper project with Sucker Punch through Sony. So, and was nobody, and then we... we knew her through her uh, brother was at the time the voice of the Golden State Warriors and we had done a couple uh, of sports games with him and so she knew of our studio through him all through happenstance rolled this odd, rolled this project right and just said I need a studio will you make yourself available and I was the lowest uh, engineer on the totem pole because I really did production I didn't do the engineering so they ha- threw me in there like whatever this kid can run the dials for you while you do your work so you got to hear everybody had and coach people through it like okay well how what do you think of this what do you think of that and so i read i was a part of the entire casting process and i put myself at the end of the casting process so i was like one of the last people to read for it so for two weeks i had heard the director give notes thought about the character looked over the copy and that but was this honestly a thing that you're listening to like i gotta get into this game i i wanted that game pretty bad it was the biggest project we did that year oh, okay. for sure and uh and it was funny because the boss i think i don't know if i've talked about this but he one time just shortly before that he was he was like you know you need to be he was giving me a lecture about how i needed to to talk to our other clients not not sucker punch not sony but we dealt with 
all sorts of clients. He's like, you need to be cool. You need to be direct with them. You need to be sly. You you need to be Sly Cooper. And I remember thinking, and I was going to audition for it, and then of course I got I booked Sly Cooper, and I'm like, well now, now I am Sly Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> you tell, you were right. That, no, no, that's not my point. Yeah, I don't I don't need to talk to them because I'm a voice actor. No, oh, Jesus. <laughs> cool. Thanks. Going to lunch. Taking a tie five. <laughs> so I hope that answers uh, that question. Yeah, let us know how it goes. Um, and you probably won't get it. <laughs> just, I don't mean to be a jerk. I'm just saying I want to. I want to be no, clear. Yeah, you're saying I want to. Don't put your hopes in that basket. Prepare uh, yourself to not get it. Audition. Do your absolute best. Give it your all, and then let go of it. And do oh. not expect to get the call after that. Oh, we got to read this email. This is email in response to us being accused of being pedophiles. Oh, finally. Uh, I'm sorry for the Mia understanding. You are not pedophiles. I know that. Me- I know what that means. <laughs> that is an awesome Princess Bride reference. I understand that you are not pedophiles. That was just something that I thought. Wouldn't it be funny? I laughed so hard. Wait, now I don't understand. Now it's a, uh, I thought that was gonna. You know, like like this is what we're talking about with uh, Josh. Oh, no, my my reference was from. Um, Your reference was. I my response to it was a reference to. What did he just say? Princess Bride. Princess Bride. That word does not mean... I do not think that word means what you think it means. Uh, That's what I said in response to him. So uh, so, so he's saying, I know you're not pedophiles, and then he's commenting on you uh-huh. made that joke that he thought was funny. Oh, okay. Well, there's no clarifying there. All right, That's on. not clarifying at all. That's that just was, apologizing. That was worth it. Clarifying. Back up your statement. How did you right. think we were pedophiles? That Phil- is a giant email. Phil- well, this is Philip. Philip has never let us down. Philip is the one of all right. uh, backwards movies... Um, Which is seriously is a YouTube viral sensation that is yet to come. If I had, if I was in high school, I would be a world known success by now because I would have made those stupid videos, mm-hmm. and I my time has been spent playing video games. Yeah, because I only have so much free time. Yeah. So when I do it, I'm not going to veg your brain now. Not, yeah, not now, invent a revolution. Exactly, because that I'm telling you, backwards movies is the next big thing. Right. But nobody's doing it. I got to make sure is doing, doing it. it. He just uh, he threw out the idea. It's a genius no, idea. No, he said before that it's a thing that he's seen elsewhere like they do. No. I thought he did. Anyway, no. he says, Guten Tag, Konnichiwa, and hello, which uh, I think is a reference <laughs> to, to that, the office. Uh, hook. Oh, <laughs> I was talking about the hooker that hit on me in Spain. So oh, maybe not. yeah, you're probably talking about it on no, the show. You're right. You're right. Uh, okay. First of all, I'm, uh, <laughs> which is crazy because he's German. And so I'm sure that he just forgot the R, but it made me want to switch into a Christoph Waltz like German. <laughs> okay. First of all, I'm way too lazy to check my grammar and spe- <laughs> spelling. So I'll probably do some boatloads of mistakes. Extreme Disney. Uh, okay, I'll start with something we all love. Pirates. Pirates are great. They're even so great. They got a party in Germany. This is called Piratenpartei. Uh, Piratenpartei. Partei, which means pirate party. It's a new uh, It's a new party that formed in 2006. Its members' average age is 31. This party is pro. Climate protection uh, similar to the Green Party. and Oh, it's literally a political party. That's hilarious. But their main <laughs> objective is to improve the education, information, and integration. Also, they want to gain some sort of lucidity uh, so that you are always aware of the things the government is planning to do. No secret negotiations with communist country to gain oil or something. Uh, that's awesome. And pirates are awesome. <laughs> This is why I like Philip. He gets it and doesn't get it in the same sentence. Uh, Now I'll show you, Justin, that there is something Kevin doesn't know. Actually, he knows it, but his information uh, is outdated. 
Region codes. It is true, Kevin, that there are different regions like the USA, UK, or the rest of Europe, but this only concerns DVD players. Yeah, I know. Now, that. if you check Wikipedia, the information about region codes is wrong, too. All Blu-ray players... Oh, you're smarter than Wikipedia? And Blu-ray movies uh, as uh, and games the like are region-free. Now, I've got some examples. Yeah. I was in the States during our summer vacation, and I bought two PS3 games, American Region, and both games are working on my PS3 Europe region just perfectly. Then I've been to London during the winter holidays, and I bought a DVD. This DVD UK region does not work on our DVD player, but it is, uh, but it does work on our Blu-ray player and on my PS3. Also, many game-selling sites offer you the opportunity to buy UK or US copies of the games, because unlike the German ones, they are uncut and without any censorship. Oh, Germany censor stuff. That's interesting. Mm. Uh, third, the thing about German chocolate and beer. I promise to send you some, and I will when I finish school. I'll write my final examination in May, but my question is, if you guys are pedophiles, what am I? If I give pedophiles candy... Oh, <laughs> some kind of inverted pedophile, <laughs> a kid. I'm 18. The only that only goes for older men. That's weird. Kind of extreme Disney. Um, I like your question <laughs> and I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think you are an inverted per, uh, pedophile or an anti pedophile, <laughs> if you would, in this in the in the Latin sense of the word. And um, and not that you're against pedophilia, right. but you are the anti pedophile in that. You are an older person who is into older people. That is the opposite of pedophilia. <laughs> My mind is not clear. Um, now some general stuff. Number one, is there a way to leave you a voice message, Justin, without paying my ass off? Can I just call you via Skype while you're offline, or do I have to dial into the mobile network? No, you you should be able to call into the Skype line. Yeah. Our, my Skype name is justinworsham.com, and that's what I use for the show, and it should give you the same voicemail. Uh, could you tell me when your next live show will be? Uh, well, we use stream all the shows, and we record Tuesday night from anywhere from 8 o'clock to, well, right now it's almost 11 o'clock Pacific time in the States, so I think that's like 3 a.m. tomorrow for you. Um, the <laughs> My th- mind is not clear. The thing is that I would like to call in, but yeah, nine hours time delay is kind of crappy when you want to do some kind of live action with people that are living on the other side of the globe. Uh, yeah, so maybe you should move to a better country that doesn't censor your video Damn. games. Yeah, that just happened. World War Three. Let's do this. Oh, too soon. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> um, do you do think you, we'd win? Do you know the Mighty Boosh? I don't. It is probably the best Britcom series I've ever seen. It's very hard to describe, so I recommend you to watch a trailer or something. Um, so all the animations it says are made by this uh, cast itself. Uh, okay, that's no question, but kind of a recommendation to you, Justin and Kevin. Uh, you told us more than once that you folks are big fans of SimCity, so there's this game called Anno 2070, ooh, which is a real-time strategy. It's right up Kevin's alley. He loves those games. I'm um, a big fan. It is made in Germany and was always set in the past. Now it is set in the future, which is way more interesting to me than this old history crap. Yeah, I love history lessons at school. Uh, it is basically economy simulation in which you build your own city, like in SimCity. You have to build streets, shops, and you have to gain a good access to electricity. Now that is the clue. You can decide between being a tycoon and using oil and gas to run big power plants but pollute your environment, but have plentiful money, or you could choose a more green side by using wind and water plants, which are not as effective as the oil-based ones, but they don't pollute the air, which has a positive effect to, on your agriculture. Here's the link on the game if you're interested. It reminds me of uh, our buddy, old buddy, Jack Rita. 
you remember him from yep. uh, from Comedy Sports Days? He shared he had some fascinating stories. But he said in high school, in his sociology class, they did um, one of those world experiments where they took the world and uh, like a fictional planet and divided it up into a bunch of different quadrants and whatever. And then uh, all the different uh, like there'd be four or six countries in every period. And then the, the teacher had six periods or five periods in a day. They'd all have different countries. And so you, you in every week they would do something within their group to negotiate with the other countries. And the point was to create like a global economy and that kind of thing and see what happened. Well, the way Jack tells the story is that uh, he he was in a group with people that could care less about about the project at all. So he's like, well, uh, I set our government up as a dictatorship because that was part of the project as well. And they're like, whatever, we don't care. So he's a dictatorship and he was in charge of everything. So he said he spent some uh, the entire year working uh, with – he had a couple friends in some other classes and so he'd negotiate with them. And as, it, and as he would develop some things, he's like, I don't remember what he said he had but if he had some good product some export he'd work with other countries and be like oh i'll take all that uranium that you have on hand what have you got there oh sure i'll get rid of that uranium if you're going to give me oil <laughs> you're an idiot <laughs> and he takes all that stuff and and the way the teacher had it li- listed out is that there were different things that you could buy each week so you know you could try to be the best country and w- the last like one of the highest and probably the final thing on it was to build a uranium bomb and so he worked towards building that by getting enough credits in the in the fictional game that they were playing and so about two or three weeks before the end of the school year he announced to the class that he had developed the uranium bomb and that he was holding everybody hostage and he would blow up their country if they did not give him whatever it was that he wanted (laughs) so he's the middle east absolutely and they and and he said he became People were so angry with him that the teacher had to step in and go, guys, he's been planning. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 fake. And guys, he's been planning this since the beginning. Like, this isn't something he pulled, he trumped at the inning. He's been doing this all year long. It's in the rules. Like, you had the access to it as well as anybody else. And so he said that everybody's still mad. It didn't matter. Everybody's still mad. And there was this one cute girl that never talked to him again. (laughs) Worth it. Worth it. Worth it. (laughs) Jack has some of the best stories. I always think about that. Like, how cool would that would be playing the ultimate Sim City to sit there and be like, okay, here I would fail at it. I would have gotten distracted eight times halfway through and been like, forget uranium. We're going on sheep. Nobody's buying sheep. I'm going to own the wool market. Isn't that what? Isn't that what? Uh, uh, what do they call the well, I textiles? Think I, I think own all the textiles. I think what's funny too is that he intentionally or unintentionally. I don't think it was intentional, but I think he did intentionally. Uh, recreate almost every dictatorship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's that's their goal because they yeah. And because and he, if it's not for us being aware of it to kind of say, hey, cut that crap out. And he, which had, is what a lot of people are accusing us of doing in Iran. You know yeah. what I mean? That it's like that he, we're letting people are constantly saying because you get you know we get a bunch of hippies that are like they should be able to do whatever they want. No, 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 because they'll kill the rest. Of right? Us. They they've because yeah. it's the, the idea of it's it's this weird thing where it's like well they're just different culturally yeah culturally they're assholes when it comes to well this stuff. and that would be fine if the if really the worst threat they would be that that they that the culture is different than ours but that's not really what's right. at stake is we don't have a desire right. obviously we live in in perfect harmony with hundreds I don't and know, I know I'm generalizing dozens of countries that that have different cultures than right. ours. It's not the dealing with the culture. Uh, you know, we should have my brother on the show, who is a staff sergeant in the U.S. Army, and he will tell you all about how forty thousand soldiers are being laid off from the from the U.S. government. 
for did, is that did you know that is that I didn't know it but I believe it because we're it's a democratic he, yeah administration he said it's it's to be expected um but it, it, he's like it's the worst uh roll down of a government that or of the soldiers that the U.S. government has ever gone through like to go from the size that we had to nothing he says to, to have the extended uh, um. Uh, occupations, occupations that we had. He had a different word for it because it wasn't an occupation with the, what the U.S. government was doing. But the, to then lay those people off, you know, and it's one thing Operation? to... Yeah, that was it. It's one thing to... Uh, you know, it's, it's so funny when you take it from the political world and be like, oh yeah, that's what we want is to get out of the Middle East. We don't, we don't want all that stuff. We want to pull out. And then, and then you forget that that, aff- that directly affects human beings. That, uh, that's 40,000 jobs. I was shocked when I heard it. Cause it was like, Oh, I like Obama. I voted for him. Probably will vote for him again this year. But the guy that's up there going, I will fix America's economy by creating more jobs is laying off direct, Commander-in-Chief laying off 40,000 very active voters. Like, if people are going to be a part of the election, it's your soldiers, right? Because that's their paycheck. They're the was, biggest uh, mail-in votes. I was so, it comes really shocked. Because it all over the globe. Exactly. I was very shocked that that, that was a move. And then the families, because, you know, that, that hurts my brother. If he were if he were be uh, laid off, it was like, well, now my brother's out of, out of a job. Directly because of the president and his decisions that have that have been, um, and it, and his point was as he constantly educates me as a, as a member of the armed forces is that there's so much that does not get brought up in our news. We make mm-hmm. we make these really big stories out of what we're doing overseas, and people have these impressions. You know, he went to Iraq at a time where it was not popular to go to Iraq at all, and he his point was we need to be here. I was shocked to hear him say it. He's pretty liberal. He said there's a war happening here, and all we're doing is trying to keep people alive. That was their mission mm-hmm. while in Iraq was to keep innocent people. You hear comics talking about the same thing that go out on USO tours, and they says you 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 get there, and you realize the amount of good. But what gets covered is four or five rednecks decide to uh, disrespect some guys who have died and piss on them or whatever, yeah. and that's what goes all over the nation. And so the armed forces get look like a bunch of guys with chaw in their mouth, yeah. And and then so then it's disparaging against southern people, and, you know, all that crap. It goes mm-hmm. into it, but yeah, it's. You can't have you can't wage two wars in two different countries and then decide we're not going to do that anymore. Uh, and then hey, guess what? We're in this huge deficit. Uh, but don't worry, everybody's going to be fine job wise. Like yeah, that's the part of it. That's the third level that nobody really thinks about. But you know, a politician can get up there and just say, "Hey, this is what's going to happen." You remember what got us out of the Great Depression? Mm-mm. World War II. Yes, exactly. <laughs> now I did too. Yeah, yeah, it comes back. You know, and I, not to turn all NPR on us, and I'm I'm the last person to get up on a political soapbox. This is stuff that does not itch my soul at all. Like, mm-hmm. I really don't care. But I do believe firmly that we as a nation need to remember that we are a fat, bloated, rich, spoiled country. We are the richest nation in the world. And if we don't have a strong military, somebody will come and teach us a lesson. And I, I, the terrorists win. And we, you know, the the events of nine eleven, I do think, are an indicator of a country that is has gotten way too comfortable and allowed way too much to happen. And the shock that I think that America had after that of going, oh crap, you mean we can something can happen here? And the fact that people have forgotten it already, and that it's it, you know you get Jay never Leno. forget. 
<laughs> you get Jay Leno asking people, when did 9-11 happen? I don't know. October is an embarrassment to anybody that's over the age of five. Mm, ten. I'll say ten. Uh, and so I, I think we're cruising for a bruising if you don't if you don't pay your military. We're not going to become a military state because we're a, a nation of whiners and complainers and righteous, self-righteous folks. So w- my brother needs a job. <laughs> we should talk about video games. Good job. Uh, who, 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 Philip. Philip detracted. He also, I, I wanted to end this because he said, and last, another game backwards, Sims. Playing Sims backwards is like a bailiff simulator. Impound everything you see. So I thought maybe you'd get that joke. Congratulations, you did it. That's it. You To finish, I'll give you a little preview of my next email. Comedy in Germany, the problem of being an electronic artist without a Mac and why no parents would call their kids Justin or Kevin in Germany. Greetings, Phillips. P.S. Hammer time. Uh-uh. So I look I forward to that. Uh, so we have like, what, 30 seconds left of this yeah. podcast? You probably should discuss uh, the vampire thing of Infamous. Did you play it through? I have not. Because uh, like, here's the thing. I was sitting there. I'm like, I don't feel like playing a game of Madden. And I was like, I'm going to pop in Skyrim. I'm going to do it yeah. now. Here I go. And I unwrapped it. And then I was like, oh, I still have the undead on Red Dead uh, Redemption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I still have the the vampire thing on, the, on Infamous. So I was like, oh. And I knew you were going to be timing me. Yep. Once I started, so that was that's been daunting. That's been me holding off on just. Oh, let me just taste it. Let me just let me just take a I little think it all of it. I mean, it wasn't. We knew it wasn't something that was going to take you three days. Right. You know, like it, we, that was. I thought I could get it banged out in a month. Like that's yeah, what I that sounds about right. I, but it's I think, hard because I have to not parent my children. That's really hard. Are you going on the road? Do you have any dates? Yeah, I do. That's why I started today. I'm uh, leaving on the road on Friday. Uh, well, this is back in time. But mm-hmm. Friday the 10th and 11th, I'm in Visalia. And then the 16th through the 19th, I'm in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. So if I really knuckle down, there's some other stuff I got to do for my comedy career while I'm gone. But if I can get much. out of that, then um, yeah. I can Yeah, I can, I can, I can bank some stuff out. Uh, see, I, uh, a couple weeks ago, I spent four and a half hours on a Friday morning playing that game and only stopped because I was hungry. Like <laughs> and then got up and finally went, you Quitter. know what, I should probably shower. <laughs> and then and then did some other things. And I and I still found time to play throughout that weekend. It is a solid game. I'm I'm excited. I'm so I like it. It's beautiful. I'm glad I chose Orc. Um, that's all I can really say. There's a lot of nothingness going on. I realize that I'm I'm laying down the foundation. I get that that's yeah. what's going I think on. It, but it draws you in right away. Oh yeah. I don't, yeah. I'm not sure exactly how far you are in the first couple hours there, but the it's so cinematic. It's but, maybe an hour that yeah. I'm in, if that. I've gone to the how second many, city. Have you killed a dragon? No. Okay. Yeah. 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 I have not done that. that I've happens. seen one. I hope you know. I did know. <laughs> Christian blew that from what a jerk. <laughs> what a jerk. All right. Well, there we go. That's our show. We did it. We did it yet again. So please, those of you who have, uh, are just tuning in, uh, please go to secondfunniestpodcast.com and click on the Help Justin Win the uh, Last Comic Sitting competition because uh, the voting is uh, going to be starting any day now for the guys. Um, so that's going to be March 6th is when it starts for the guys. So please, please help me out because that was going to be so – I really – I. I really just want to go in there and just blow the roof off the place. Nah, you're, you I got wanna, my vote. I know. I just oh, it, would, it would feel so great and like a big scoop of validation. So I would appreciate it. Which immensely. is my favorite Dryer's ice cream. Really? Validation. I get a double scoop of that with some pumpkin spice. That's yeah, how I do it. Berries. Validation with pumpkin spice just <laughs> feels like New Year's. Uh, what did I do here? Look at that. That's crazy. Um, 
So don't forget to tell friends about the show. Keep spreading the word. You can uh, like us on Facebook. At, it's facebook.com slash secondfunniestpodcast. Or, or you can follow us on the Twitter at secondfunniest. Uh, Kevin is around there all the time. I check in uh, occasionally whenever I find time at airports and in between child naps and all that stuff. But I'm a big fan of our fans. I, I think that goes without saying that I, we got great fans who love the show and have built their own. They have parties on Skype that I'm jealous that I wish I didn't have children. I yeah, could I never get in. invited to those. You don't have the Skype. You should. Just, I'll, I should give oh, you my that's Skype. That's why login. they want to be. That's why people want me to join Skype. Yeah, if you get on Skype, then maybe you can get. On, I think you'd have a good time. And if you don't, you just I hang out. Yeah. Sure, they're all nice people. They're all the cool ones. Well, get together <laughs> Skype. Next week, we'll give out your Skype name. Sweet. All It'll right. Skypey Skype. Uh, all right. On behalf of my good friend, Kevin Miller. Skypester. This is just what you're saying. Skypeopolis. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> Skyper. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.